0: Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley.
1: I'm Garol. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Podcast. Ooh, that sounded ugly. Podcast. Podcast. It sounded normal to me. (laughs) Well, like, did you listen to our episode that we did together? No. I sounded on. I mean I did. I'm Mandy. And you're on. I'm on this Scary Not Scary podcast. Like, I
0: sounded so dead. I didn't even notice. I, I swear sounded I normal to me. I
1: didn't sound like myself. I got scared when I was driving and listening to it. I was like, "Who was that?
2: Oh my! Who God. am I? Didn't it sound like me." What if something really? entered your body while we were here? Probably
1: because it. To me, it did not sound like me. I was like, I I didn't, "You didn't tell like me. me I sounded horrible." He was like, "What are you talking about? You sounded you sounded fine." I was like, "No, I so- I sounded weird. Like that was not me." <laughs>
2: I was a different person. I was not here, so I'm glad. <laughs> she said, I'm glad. I was probably possessed and didn't know. And I'm over here hanging out all cool with you. all cool oh, with hey, the yeah. demon What's up, what's up, demon? What's up girl? Jesus? That
0: we have happen. a special guest.
2: Oh,
1: I was like your demon bitch. <laughs>
2: i your demon, bitch. Oh, <laughs> Who, who's here? It's coming. Oh my God. Are you pregnant? <gasps> Hell no. I Somebody
1: around me is pregnant. Me? Somebody around me is pregnant because oh no. my kids are being clingy and I know it's not me who's pregnant. It's not me. Mm-mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we all look at her like um, you know. No, it's not <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't
1: no, know. you guys. Even it's today, not me. All... Are you sure you're
2: not pregnant? I was like, I am not pregnant. I promise. Uh-uh. No. Her kids were being extra. But then um, they're like that with me, too. They'll they'll call me mom. I'm like, Jason, I'm not your mom. (laughs) I'm all kicking and moving. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say those things. Don't Don't call me that bad word. (laughs) Like in Spice Girls, do godmothers get stretch marks?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Good times.
2: My (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I was going to tell you something, but I forgot.
2: Is it scary? Is it scary? Mm. Did something happen? Not scary.
0: It's scary. not
1: scary? It's scary, not scary. Ish. Ish.
0: Maybe. I feel like I told you already, though. You might have, but I don't remember, so it's like telling me all over again. No.
1: Okay, so from the corner of my eyes, I've been seeing stuff in the house. Like what? Like, I don't know. Like, just somebody walking around in the house. That's not Tim, so if, for everybody who doesn't know, Tim's back at the office. He's no longer working from home.
0: I so, was gonna ask that when you texted the other day that he came home from work, and I was like, "You mean from the room? Like, <laughs> no? But, oh, <laughs> he just <laughs> drove around no. the block and came back and <laughs>
1: literally." Said, okay, so Tim started working last Sunday, mm-hmm. so he went back to the office last Sunday. And so, it's been weird not having him home because even when he was working, like, for his breaks, he would come out and, like, spend time with us. So, that was kind of, like, he was always here. So, if I ever needed help with anything, like, he would kind of jump in and out or whatever. So, he hasn't been home. And then, like, by the time I come home from work, it's, like, six something. So, here I am with by myself with the kids, like, getting them off the car and all that. It's just, it's, just, it's a struggle sometimes. But, anyways, we're getting the hang of it. But, um, yeah, like, from the corner of my eye, I'll see, like... Like, if somebody's walking around, that's not the kids. Because, like, me and the kids will be, like, on the sofa watching TV. And then I'll see, like, somebody walking around. So, the past couple of days, it's been, like, pretty... uh Frequent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it was yesterday. So, Tim went to work yesterday, like, at 4 a.m. Ew. <laughs> Saturday at 4 a.m.
2: i He left ew. to work.
1: Yeah, he left to work for overtime. And so, uh, me and the kids woke up. Was it? Yeah. Me and the kids woke up. We went to the living room. They ended up falling asleep, taking a nap. So I was up just, you know, whatever, hanging out with them or watching TV while they were asleep. And I saw somebody walk from the kitchen, like from the kitchen to the hallway because where I was sitting, I could kind of see. And in the reflection of the TV I can see. And I stopped and I looked and there was nobody there. So I just kind of sat there and I was like. Can maybe Tim's home, and I looked at the time. I was like, "No, he's not home yet. That's not Tim." Mm-hmm. So I kind of waited again, and then from my peripheral vision, I saw them standing like by the sofa, and then like, like if they crotch down to crawl, <laughs> but like real quick, quick, right? <laughs> but see, like Tim, when he comes home, he he does that. He'll stand up and then he'll like crawl on the floor, but to to like surprise and kind of scare the kids or whatever. So I stood up and I looked, and there was nobody there. So I literally like rebuked it. I was like, whoever's in my house, you need to leave. You're not welcomed in my house, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff that I say. And then Tim comes home finally and the kids are taking a nap. So they're still asleep and we're watching TV. From the reflection of the TV, I saw somebody standing in the hallway. And I and I was looking like I saw it and I just kind of sat there and I stayed staring at it because maybe it's just like a shadow or whatever, right? Maybe it's all in my head. I stayed there and I looked and I'm staring at it and then I turned around and when I turned around, there's nobody there. But I stayed looking for a while just to be sure. And then Tim's like, What? What? what happened <laughs> he's like what What happened i'm like nothing i didn't tell him well now he knows but because <laughs> he's listening now to he this knows. while he's editing but yeah i saw something so then i um got up because jason was asleep in his room or in the room sabrina was stayed on the couch so i got up and to go check on jason he was fine i didn't feel anything but then i had to rebuke it again so i don't know like whatever tim saw on the highway if it like followed us home <gasps> Yo, because right. since then because since then like You've been seeing yes. stuff more frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then today when Tim came home, he was like, did you hear him earlier? He was like, who's been in my office? Like, has the have the kids oh, been yeah, in the yeah, office? Yeah. And I'm I like, no, nobody's been in the office. And he's like, no, somebody's been in my office. I was like, no, nobody's been in here. Like, literally nobody's been in here. Like, the kids have been in the, in the living room. I literally had to put a baby gate up because Jason kept going in the hallway and grabbing, like, all of Tim's, like, screwdrivers and stuff. Mm-hmm and um so I put the baby gate so he couldn't even get to the office but even at that like I'm always with the kids in the living room or they're in my room I take them a bath they fall asleep they don't come over here and if they are over here they're in the kitchen so he was telling me he goes well some of the wires are moved he's like this stuff right here is moved some of the wires over here is messed with he's like in the closet's all messed up
2: the closet nobody even goes in <laughs> and I was there like,
1: what are you talking about so he's showing me yeah things lo- were like moved around and I was like, I swear I haven't been in your office. Like, or in the studio or whatever.
0: Oh, no. Sophie's sick. I have to go home
1: now. <laughs> oh, my. You guys oh, got man. this. Oh, they were recording in yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just all in our heads. But,
2: but all of that is too weird for it to all happen, like, yeah. right when y'all saw yeah. that last week.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the kids, literally every night, they wake up and go to our bed.
0: Like, they can't sleep in their rooms. So... Don't tell me that because Sophie's not sleeping in her room either. It's well, flipping me out. I don't really? know why. Yeah. because okay. She's waking up like in the middle of the night like crying. And Maybe because she's not used to us. being in her bed. Yeah. Well, no, she's she was used to it. Like she was sleeping in her room before. Like oh. she loves to get on the bed during the day. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm on my bed. And she plays on it. Yeah. So I'm just like. So mm-hmm. uh, the other
1: day Tim uh, was he was off. So he picked up like all of the toys and stuff in the room and like decluttered it Mm because you know they're kids they throw shit
0: look Mm -hmm. at my living room like my god (laughs) it
1: looks like a daycare in there so he decluttered it while I was at work and so it feels better in the room so they're sleeping a lot better but I mean like Jason will wake up wanting his juice and he doesn't want to go back to his bed and Sabrina too like she wakes up and then she goes to my bed but like before that, like, they were, like, waking up, like, and not wanting to go to bed. Like, Sabrina even um, slept on the couch. We slept on the couch till, like, 4 a.m. one night. Because <laughs> she wanted clou- she to stay ch- in the couch. So, <sighs> I don't know. It's just weird. So, I've been trying to, like, clean and, like, declutter and clean the space <laughs> around here. Because I don't know if it's whatever Tim saw.
0: Yeah. You need to clean, clean, clean. It's clean. just weird. It's wired. <laughs> it's wired. Cleanse and go to bed.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh the like new nightly friend, routine, like my friend's boyfriend. Um, you need to cleanse and then go to bed. <laughs> I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: forget this. <laughs>
2: oh my
1: God.
0: Oh my Mm-mm. I know, guys. It's just weird.
1: Well, that's it. That's all that's happening
2: to me. Oh, but you're all. But that's it. That's it. That's it. I just see
0: that's a random knows.
2: guy in my house. I just see you know, random shadows
1: crawling in my
0: house. That's about it. The usual. Mm-hmm. As soon as that thing would have crouched, would have been like, "We're moving. Let's go. We're done." <laughs> I can't pack, pack your, your shit. Where to go? <laughs> pack your or shit. You let's me go. You want go stay with you at your house? I mean, we can share a bedroom. My bedroom's big what enough. If he follows me. You cannot go to her house. (laughs) You cannot go to my house. It's full. I'll take the kids, but you cannot (laughs) go to the house. I'm just kidding. You said my house is full. I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: We're um, occupied. You're not allowed, but I'll take the babies. (laughs) I'll take your babies, but not you. Uh, Tim's like, no, Tim. uh, Nick's like, I'll take Tim, too. Not you. You're haunted.
0: (laughs) You're haunted. Not you. I don't know. Tim saw it. Not you. Oh, my gosh. So... He's haunted too. Uh, oh, yeah, for also, sure.
1: Also, in mine and got going back to my and Godot's episode, have you listened to it?
0: Bits and pieces.
1: Okay, so do you remember the phone call? I think it's like nineteen and twenty seconds in. 19, nineteen and minutes 30, and 30, and 30 seconds, seconds in. Yes. When I'm talking, did you, you hear heard
2: that? It?
0: No.
1: Did you there? Okay, there's something very faint in the background. When you hear somebody talking.
2: And, and, it's you, phones, <laughs> and it's not our phones and it's not, it's just a small voice. that's like, uh-huh. and, but like you don't real, know what it says it's Like real quick. You can't understand it, but it's real quick. So I had was, to, I had to put on headphones to hear it.
1: I heard what? it in my car because I had it on super loud. So guys, I'm weird. I like to re-listen to our episodes when they air because I need to, I need to know what we said we were going to post like on <laughs> Facebook and stuff because yeah. I forget. And I mean to do show notes, but I'm really bad at it because we get like right now. We're talking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, we listened to him to remember what we're supposed to post. So that's what I did, was doing. And then I was like, wait, what was that? And I rewinded it. And then I put my radio louder and then I heard it. It's like, mm-hmm. like, real quick. Fast. Real fast. You, can't, you can barely hear it.
0: It was the ghost playing like, hey, Ashley's not here. Podcast. <gasps> <gasps> what if it said podcast?
2: <gasps> no, if but if it, it was like podcast? way in. It was like nine minutes.
1: No to 19 19 minutes, 19 minutes she was like late. 19 minutes and like 30 or 20 seconds in 30 something That's seconds. Weird.
2: yeah but it was just like oh. i'm going to show you after this <laughs> yeah i was like what I, just remember i have to drive home by myself i wonder if tim caught it no
0: he probably would have shown me i didn't if it's that quick cuz i i listened to at least quick. like like 30 minutes of it and i didn't finish the rest of it it's real quick but i yeah I like didn't nobody catch it. would catch
2: it only mandy's bionic ears
1: (laughs) also listen to 19 minutes and 30 whatever seconds and she's like okay I'll call you back (laughs) I
2: I was like uh, I heard a little something but I don't know what it's saying
1: what if it was your spirit with us
2: so you know recording. How they say,
1: like we've talked about this, right? Like when somebody leaves, you still kind of hear them walking around the house. What if it was Tim's spirit in the house before he <gasps> got here? Yeah, crouching
2: down. Yeah, because
1: honestly, I didn't feel scared. Like, the, and that's yeah. the whole thing with me seeing this stuff. I wasn't scared. I was just kind of like, okay, like yeah,
0: maybe because he's so used to being in here. You know, like working from home and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to. We need to research that. Like. I haven't done, flu- I've done research on it. I've heard some things that that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially when it's like a routine and someone does something like all the time and then all of a sudden like doesn't.
1: Like his routine is broken, but his spirit is so... yeah. Cause literally he's worked from home for two years. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Could be. Yeah. Cause I wasn't scared. I mean, yeah. the kids are scared in their rooms all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. I mean, I don't know what that's about, but it's <laughs> possible. Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll just say that that's Tim's spirit. Just say that's what it is. Does that make you feel better?
0: I no, mean, I don't live here. So she I'm said fine. no. <laughs> but, I mean, y'all live here every Sunday, <laughs> for sure.
1: Every other Friday or,
0: and Monday too. See, nothing really happens like when I'm here. It's when I'm not here. It's mm-hmm. like the ghosts are like, you know what? We're gonna spare her because she might have a heart attack. So <laughs> we'll wait. We don't need another friend on the other yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. Right now. I feel
1: like you would like, literally have an anxiety attack if you did something. I would
0: You'd be probably like, lose sweating. your shit. Like, I'd be like sweating and I would just like breathe. Get, get, get
1: Sabrina's barf bags so you
0: can like, yeah. like breathe in them. i <laughs> totally shelled in that. Oh like, my gosh. 100%. <laughs> probably. Okay. And then I'd be like, guys, um, I'm sick. <laughs> I can't record today. <laughs> oh, what? What are we at the same time. Cause we're gross.
2: Like Jason earlier. Really Disgusting. Oh my god, he was choking and me. I I my freaking nurse skills came in. I freaking grabbed my finger and like shoved it down his throat and pulled out a big piece of pepperoni. I he didn't even chew it. He would just like swallow try to it. swallow a whole oh piece of pepperoni. And I was like, Jason. And then I threw it away and he was just relaxing. And then I think he liked the attention because he was all eh. <laughs> I was like, okay, stop. Yeah, because while <laughs> like, that no, was happening, joking.
1: Sabrina was choking. Well, not choking, but she was coughing. She coughs a lot. She's mm. coughing. So I was like, kind of cleaning her mouth and her face, and then he started coughing. But for a minute, I was like, he's probably faking it because he does that when Sabrina starts coughing. He saw, <laughs> and then I saw his like eyes turn red, like underneath. And I was like, okay, I yeah, know. And I was trying not to panic because and then I saw Godo get up and like do whatever she was doing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. But I felt myself like my heart and like I like you know like when you freak out, like instead of getting cold, you like get hot yeah. like i felt my whole face like go hot
2: i i just saw him
1: it's still like the panic was coming on slowly yeah
2: <laughs> that's always scary <laughs> uh i remember one time that happened to brianna to my daughter brianna <laughs> that happened to brianna but it was a band-aid a band-aid I don't know how she had a band-aid in it, and then i just grabbed my yeah, finger and brianna. <laughs> she's a Band-Aid. crazy dude well, girl little but yeah, it wasn't used. It was a new one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they stick everything in their mouths. I'm a little at that baby. Point. Oh yeah, no, kids are crazy. God, anyway, us. sorry we ramble. We
1: do ramble a lot. Sorry guys, but we're
2: interesting. <laughs> Our lives <laughs> are interesting. Okay.
1: Okay. So today we are mixing it up, mix per mix, usual, mix. and we are going to be talking
2: about most wanted. Most wanted. And no, not me. I'm <laughs> most
1: wanted. <laughs> Just most kidding. wanted. Criminals. Most wanted.
0: FBI. I almost said
2: vigilantes, but that's completely opposite. <laughs> <guys. laughs> FBI's most wanted, guys. Bada yes. bing, bada boom. Yes. So, did you know...
0: The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man.
2: The Muffin Man. <laughs>
1: so, did you know the FBI launched the... Te- there's a top 10, you know how they like launched the top 10 most wanted. Mm-hmm. So they actually launched the most, the top 10 most wanted program on March 14th,
0: 1950.
1: 1950. 1950. Yes. Almost seven decades later, it was still making a news. And in the past month, um, pre- pretty much like within the months, authorities would like capture or kill two of its members. Because it would like launch on TV. Oh, and yeah. so people would they like. They had the flyers, you know, like the flyers or yeah. anything. I actually have like like actual wanted fly pictures
2: of the flyers, like of Ted Bundy. Oh, Cute. yeah. Cute. Sorry, not Ted Bundy, James but the Earl flyer. Ray. Oh, I
0: know. That's that. a good one.
2: Yeah. James Bolger. How do you say that? Bolger.
1: Bolger. Osama oh, they, bin Laden. Of course. <gasps> yeah, so. I thought that was, I mean, I didn't realize that it was in the 50s. I thought that it was always like a thing. Like, that's what I thought. You know what I mean? Because you watch like the cowboy shows and movies and they had like wanted and stuff. So, and also, um, what I also found is that um, there's not really like a rank on the top 10 list. It's just you're in the top 10. So even if, Uh, like, somebody's in number one, it doesn't mean, like, they're, like, the number one one. most. No, it's, like, the top 10 are the most wanted criminals that need to be found in Uh, general. Point blank. Yeah. Got it. So there's, like, a process, too. So there's a process for, um, for the top 10. So basically... The top 10 most wanted lists or just America's most wanted or whatever in general, it's basically only for criminals who have been identified, right? So even the most like people that have done the heinous crimes don't make it to the wanted list because they're not identified. So like, for example, uh, the the Uno Bomber and the Beltway beltway Sniper, um, they've never made the most wanted list because their identities were in public. Uh, The identity of the Zodiac Killer who terrorized Northern California in the late 60s and early 70s still remains unknown. So, like, there's people out there who have committed the most heinous crimes that are not on the... I mean, obviously, like, they want them to be found, but because they don't have an identity, they're not on Mm -hmm. the most wanted list, if that makes sense. So, there's, like, a process, too, um, for the most wanted list. So, basically they'll, they'll, they'll an investigation. So the FBI, um, proceeds an investigation on each person that's wanted, right? Like that, which crime is like the most heinous crime for them to have committed. And there's a process. It's almost like a, almost like a committee and they kind of break it down. So like, let's say there's the top 10 most wanted list, and maybe two people have been captured. So then there's only what, like, Nine, seven people now are eight people on the one it list. So to fill those two spots, the Bureau, the FBI agents come with the team and kind of look through the records and see who's gonna be next to fill those spots to bring them in. Mm. So back then, they used to have the most one it flyers displayed all over like the post office. Um, they would have them like at the stores, convenience stores and stuff. Obviously, now they nowadays, like we don't do that anymore. Now it's social media. So now the FBI, they have their own social media platforms where they do their own posts, like on Facebook, Twitter, even Instagram, and highlighting the 10 most wanted criminals that are on that list. And of course, there's rewards that come with it, like $100,000,
0: hmm.
1: $50,000, $10,000 to I bring these criminals in. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And also, sometimes the FBI will leave out a name on purpose. I didn't know that.
0: Like, if he's gonna, like, if he or she's gonna be on the list, but they leave them out for.
1: Like, if they know who committed the crime and they are the most wanted, they'll sometimes Um. leave out the name on purpose to try to, I guess. It can kind of be because they're launching an investigation, like they're in the middle of an investigation and if they release the identity, it can cause havoc or like it can mess up the flow yeah. of things. Um, so of 521 fugitives who made the list and it's 69 years of existence, the FBI says 162 of them were caught with the help of tips from the public. America's Most Wanted, which ran from nineteen ninety-eight to twenty thirteen on Fox and later on Lifetime played an outstanding role of like catching um, criminals as well. And John Wash, of course, is the face of that of America's Most Wanted in another crime show the hunt. Y'all know who Mark, who John Wash is, right? And yeah. what happened to his yes. son. It's so sad. Yeah. That story makes me sad. So His show literally caught hundreds of fugitives because it was everywhere, right? Um, And in in certain circumstances, they won't add a fugitive to the list if the publicity will spoil an ongoing investigation, and if agents are working on a sensitive case in the local area, a fugitive might flee after seeing his or her name on a billboard or go viral on the news or Instagram or whatever. So... They're
2: not always on the list, pretty much. Yeah. That's smart. I'd be like, oh, shit, I'm on the news. Better go to Tijuana. You know? Bye. Yeah. See you later. It's, yeah. (sighs) (laughs) It's
1: crazy. And some notorious criminals never make it to the list. So, for example, El Chapo. Joaquin Guzman did not appear on the FBI list because his case was handled by a Drug Enforcement Agency and was already a high profile. So there was no point in putting him on the list because it was already being investigated, and they're already cracking down on that case mm. altogether. So in this half century, the most notorious criminals, also including David, Ber- how do you say, Berkowitz? Berkowitz, also known as the New York City serial killer, son of Sam. Only became a suspect shortly after his 1977 arrest. So he also never really made the list. Just like the name that they gave him. But they didn't know his identity. So they didn't bother putting him yeah. on the list. Because when they arrested him, is they kind of put the pieces together.
0: So so they only put people on there that they literally cannot like solve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Like,
2: we need your help. Basically, yeah,
1: Yeah, and like I said before, the 10, the the most wanted list or especially the top 10 isn't in any particular order. Um, It's not ranked. Each fugitive is considered equal of importance and needs to be captured. So there's not really, like, a ranking. So if you see, like, somebody who's, like, the first of the list, it doesn't mean anything like, particular. It's the just... The evil these are, of the evilest. These are the people that need to the be plankton caught, like, now. <laughs> bikini
0: Bottom. The plankton of Bikini Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> plankton.
1: You're so silly. Also, so when I looked up the list, so you can actually look up the list right now and see. And one of them, it has on here that they've been incarcerated already. Like, they've already been captured. So... Right now, as we speak, the FBI is, like, running profiles and seeing who's going to replace that guy's base mm. on the list, right? So, right now, there's only nine. And also, <laughs> we're going to post the link on Facebook. We can't post pictures because there's this big, huge notification on the FBI website that says... The official FBI 10 Most Wanted Fugitive list is maintained on the FBI website. This information may be copied and distributed. However, any unauthorized alteration of any portion of the FBI's 10 Most Wanted Fugitives posters is a violation of federal law. Persons who make or produce these alterations are subject to prosecution and if convicted shall be fined or imprisoned for not more than one year or both.
2: Damn, yeah. I don't. I can't afford that. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, so, I got kids. Y'all click the link. <laughs>
0: just look it up yourselves. Y'all
2: click yeah. the link, or
1: just go to the ten most wanted FBI list and Google it. Pull up Google. You'll find it. Google's your friend here, guys. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to be posting anything. About we this don't want to go. Would I survive I mean, in jail?
0: We can no. post the list. I'm too no. pretty to go to jail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Throughout its history, 98% of males make the most wanted fugitive lists. And in fact, it took 18 years before the first woman was
2: featured. In America's. Speech. Ladies, we gotta yeah, step, it step
0: it up. Just gotta step it up. Fuck man. Like. <laughs> Either that or the ladies are just
1: better. We gotta make this gone. 100%. Yeah. But also, it could mean that women are smarter
2: about things. No, that's definitely what, what happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> We're smarter. smarter. <laughs> it's the latter,
1: yes. We are smarter.
2: More tactical.
1: <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Ruth Ruth Eisman Shire, she was disguised as a man, and her and her lover kidnapped Barbara Mackle, a 20-year-old college student at Embry University in Atlanta on December 17th. They buried her alive in a neighboring county in a fiberglass box that was equipped with like an air pump, a battery lamp, water, and food. After they got half a million dollars in ransom from her father, what was he? A, he was a healthy Florida land developer, and they told authorities where to find her. They're dumbasses because, well, that kind of sounds wrong, right? When you say that criminals are dumbasses. Luckily, mm-hmm. they were. Luckily. they were stupid enough to give the address of where she was. They found her. They found a car that had um a, that had a map of like where they were going to bury her, mm-hmm. along with pictures. Uh, Ruth and her lover like over the grave site or where they buried her alive and that's how they were able to like find them find the identity of like who kidnapped her and Ay, Dios. so they were on the run for a little bit and then um they she was finally they were finally incarcerated and she was arrested in March nineteen sixty nine and she pleaded guilty to kidnapping and served four years in prison before she was uh, deported to Honduras, uh where which is where she was born. So Honduras. um reading Marie Dean Arrington, at that time she was 36, she escaped from the Laurel uh, Correctional Institution uh, in Florida in 1969 while she was awaiting execution for the murder of a legal secretary for the lawyer who'd failed to give her two children acquitted of felony charges. She remained on the run for almost three years and got on the most wanted list, and they finally tracked her down. She was working at a, as a waitress in New Orleans, and her death sentence was commuted to life in prison when the U.S. Supreme Court gave her the death penalty in 1972. Damn. Angela Yvonne Davis, 26. She was a famous communist organizer who had been fired from her job as an assistant philosophy professor at UCLA, When guns she brought were used in the armed escape of three murderer defendants from a Marin County, California courtroom in August 1970, all three defendants and the judge in their case were killed in a shootout with police. Davis was arrested two months later at a hotel in New York. She was also another woman who made the most wanted list. And there's two more. Bernardine. How do you say that? Bernadine Bernadine Bernadine. Rain Dorn Right Mm -hmm. So she was the leader Of the Weather Underground Also known as The Weathermen So she was listed In 1970 For her general uh, Judicial activities She pretty much Was charged with Riot and conspiracy In a bombing plot In Michigan And remained a fugitive Until 1980 Damn Like this is a long time Damn Women were on the run (laughs)
2: Like how can you imagine you do how that? exhausting that is? I know having to be on change, the wrench, mm-hmm. having
0: to change wigs and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just feel like, like it's your exhausting. name. Like if you get too comfortable somewhere, then you're like, oh shit! Like <laughs> you can't stay. Bye. Yeah, like <laughs> I couldn't do
1: that. Yeah. So Catherine Ann Power. So back then she was 21. She was roommates at where was this? brandeis university and two male ex-convicts robbed a boston bank one of the ex-cons shot and killed a boston cop during the robbery so basically she remained a fugitive until 1975 a cop spotted her and recognized her from the fbi photo she then served seven years in prison and she kept a low profile since her release she remained free for more than two decades, finally surrendering in 1993, mm. and she served six years in prison. Damn. Wait, I wrote this wrong. <clears throat> so she, she helped rob a bank. That's what it was. Um. She helped rob a bank. One of the inmates that she helped rob, rob a bank with was caught in 1975. I wrote it wrong. And then she remained on the run for several decades and then finally surrendered in 1983.
0: We were one year old. I wrote it wrong. We're babies. We're babies. She's a badass bitch. (laughs) Let's go.
1: Yeah, there's like three more, but I'm going to skip them. So today, we do have a woman who is on the top America's most wanted or FBI's most wanted list. And her name is Ruja Ingantova.
2: That sounds Russian. I was just say that. I was like, sounds uh, Russian.
1: <laughs> she is Bulgarian German. Mm-hmm. She is a convicted fraudster. She is best known as the founder of Ponzi Shim, known as The One Coin, which is the Times as described as one of the biggest scams in history. She was pretty much part of like this big podcast, the BBC Podcast. BBC? <laughs> yeah. They did a they did a thing on her called The Missing Crypto King. Crypto Queen. So that's like an, another name for her, like um, Crypto Queen. So since 2017, she's been on the run from various international law enforcement agencies. In early 2019, she was charged in abstenia by U.S. authorities for wire fraud, security fraud, and money laundering. She Damn. was she was added to the FBI Most Wanted uh, this year, June of 2022. Damn. She is okay. still actively on the run. They don't know where she's at. Girl, she yeah, better and, keep on the run. Yeah, so in in 2012, she was convicted of fraud in Germany in connection with her father. And then in 2013, she was involved in a, multi, a multi-level marketing scam called the Bitcoin. Mm. 2014, she founded a Ponzi scheme called the OneCoin, which is like I went over earlier. And then 2019, her brother pleaded guilty to fraud and money laundering in connection with the scheme. In 2022, police in Germany confirm an investigation that um, she is on the run. It is a possibility that she is here in the U.S. So she she is pretty much worldwide. Everybody
2: needs to keep an eye out for her.
0: Oh, shit.
2: Worldwide,
0: like pitbull. So, like, like how do you even, like, so she took people's money and then didn't give them whatever, I guess, they were buying or mm-hmm. yeah, investing were, in? She's probably, dude, to be honest, they're probably not going to find her.
2: She has a lot of money, right? First of all, she probably already got plastic surgery. She'll yeah, probably she not she Look the same anymore. Dude,
1: you can like go to Mexico and get plastic surgery for cheap. Yeah, they too.
2: won't even ID. I mean, they'll ask you, they don't care in Mexico. They don't go, fuck. Give them money and mm-mm. they're like, okay, we'll do what you want. Yeah, whatever you want, baby. Yeah.
1: Committed a scheme,
2: schemey, scheme, scheme. That
1: always interests me, like money laundering, like how, how, you know how what I mean, you like do that? Okay, like I feel like it's almost like an adrenaline, right? You do it the first time, it's almost like um, what is it called? Like when you're younger and you take like a piece of gum from like the convenience store, like a and you rush keep doing or it, something, and then eventually like... like your parents catch you and you're like, oh fuck, I've been doing this since I was like ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like that. It's like a rush. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And then eventually it just like it comes up, up to you. To you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Don't you know do it, guys.
2: Do you know why that's called money laundering, right? No. It started off at a laundromat. Like the really? the mobsters. I think it was the mobsters. They used to like sell drugs, but like they had the laundromat. So when they would deposit the money. They'd be like, "Where's all this money coming from?" Oh, I own lo- I own a laundromat. Yeah,
1: so <sighs> something like it's that. It's like tra- um, it's like trafficking money, yeah. pretty much.
2: Damn. So it doesn't mean like money laundry, like literally doing money laundry. Money laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that. What it, we need to talk about the mob. I feel like talking about the mob
0: when they tell like people to like wash the money. Like I always thought it was like they were like physically washing so money. It's, so it's collection no. of
1: dirty money. You're placing it. So the dirty money integrates into A financial system and then it Launders in a bank and then there's Integration which means like you Put it in financial investments and Commercial use and to gain more Real money, money. But the money From process your is
0: Fake, fake money, fake. money. Fake. It's kind of like the the show What is it good girls where they, they Give them that fake money and they buy Like or return like all this Stuff oh, yeah. and they get the actual like money back
1: yeah, It's, it's kind of like that mm-hmm. Wow that. I would be scared. I feel like with I would my life, I would get caught trying to buy, like, a dollar burger with a fake dollar. <laughs> with yeah. a fake $100 bill so you can
2: get all the change.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't know. I no
2: did
1: I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: wanted to try it one my time. I just wanted to try it one time. Just to say I did it. I could never. All I always right. get nervous, too. Like, you know, when you give them, like, a $100 bill and then they do that little marker thing on it i always get nervous and i'm like why am i nervous i know it's not yeah, what yeah. If it is it's i know money. i got it from the fucking bank yeah. <laughs> but look guys bottom line
1: if you want to make it to the fbi's most wanted list especially the top 10 rob a bank rob a bank launder money kill somebody no i'm just kidding if you don't want to make it <laughs> don't let anybody identify you <laughs> don't do that you didn't hear it from us you didn't hear from scary now scary podcast no But um, I do feel like us women need to make it 100%, not 98%. I'm saying. But also that might just mean that we're more smarter.
2: So work smarter, not harder. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Off the most wanted list today, I'm going to be talking about um, Arnoldo Jimenez, who was added to the FBI's 10 most wanted fugitive list on May 8th, 2019. Um, He was born here in Texas. Way to go. In 1982. (laughs) In 1982. All right. So this is from the cinemaholic, the cinemaholic.com. I'm sure I'm saying that totally wrong. So what was supposed to be a happy weekend turned into a tragic weekend for Estrella Carrera's family, May 2019. So this man married this girl named Estrella. Um, sorry, I said Estella, but it's Estrella, like a star. So the newly wed mother of two was found brutally murdered in her home in Burbank, Illinois, um, still in the dress she wore to her wedding party. So they had just got married and... He murdered her. So Estrella's husband, Arnoldo Jimenez, was missing and eventually suspected of killing her. So, who is Arnoldo Jimenez? May 11, 2012, 26-year-old Estrella and Arnoldo, then 30 years old, got married in City Hall. The couple then celebrated their wedding with the family and friends later that evening before heading home. They were last seen around 4 a.m. on May 12th, leaving a nightclub. So, his wife Estrella had a two-year-old son and a nine year old daughter that was staying with her family and then the family worried because she didn't show up the night day to pick up the kids and so they did like a wellness check on her and then May 13th authorities went to Estrella's condo in Burbank only to find her dead so Estrella was stabbed more than 18 times and left bleeding in the bathtub nobody knew where Arnoldo was according to the family the couple had a violent relationship a friend of Estrella's claimed that when they last spoke the mother of two wasn't sure about marrying him so they still ended up getting married but they did say that Arnoldo did have a violent past both Arnold Dennis car were missing i don't i'll let you know right now what he was driving but the police believed that he stabbed estrella after argument in the car so after their like engagement like their wedding party they literally got oh. in the car and he, stabbed her. he stabbed her stabbed <gasps> her um, after an argument dragged her into her apartment and left her in the bathtub to bleed out Um, yeah. later family members said that Arnoldo's sister got a call from him he claimed to have left Estrella bleeding after a fight Arnoldo told someone else over the phone that he was going to Mexico and then when authorities tracked his phone they learned that he used it on May 12th in Tennessee and Arkansas and then Arnold's phone pinged from Houston and Hidalgo in Texas the next day so he was on the run motherfucker if that doesn't say guilty i don't know what else like you're not gonna leave your bleeding girlfriend and go to fucking texas it was reported on october 2012 that arnold's car was found in his brother's house his brother's name was umberto jimenez he was arrested on drug charges at the time which led to the discovery of arnoldo's vehicle with blood inside
0: Mm -hmm. so that's why they know
2: it was him for sure the authorities believe that Umberto drove his brother to Mexico so that way like I guess he didn't have his car over there I don't know soon after Estrella's death the Burbank Police Department captain said of Arnoldo going to the border he said he has a head start of course he does (laughs) he does have have family in that area he has kids in that area that always keeps you tied to that area could he have left I don't really know why the cops said that, but... Wait, he's got kids in Mexico or in Well, he had a daughter with Estrella. I mean, he had a son with Estrella, but I guess maybe he had kids over there too. The authorities received multiple tips about Arnoldo's presence in central Mexico. They believe that he might be in Durango and may frequent Reynosa. So, if you guys are around that area, Reyn- and Reynaldo, oh my God, Reynosa or Durango, you might want to keep an eye out for him. He's guilty. See. Yeah, for sure. So there's a reward right now of a 100- hundred thousand dollars being offered for any information leading to jimenez's capture so jimenez is now 40 years old he's about six feet tall between 200 and 225 pounds he has black hair brown eyes to be honest that sounds like every other mexican (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) but if you have any information you have to call 1-800 call fbi That's literally the number 1-800-CALL-FBI or contact your nearest American embassy. But he is supposedly in Reynosa or Tamaulipas. And it's just kind of scary because that's where my family's from, Tamaulipas. So if ever I go across the border,
0: she's going to be like with binoculars,
2: like looking around. I'll definitely keep an eye out. And then his poster, because they have his little poster this is him He looks like a fucking killer First of all uh. Yeah So his poster says Remarks It's funny how they have everything Like set up on the poster Description Like I said uh, Place of birth He was born in Texas Height Six feet 225 pounds um, Jimenez may have fled to Durango, Mexico Especially in the area of Santiago Papasquiaro That's weird. Caution. Arnoldo is wanted for allegedly killing his wife. And then, same thing, if you have any information concerning this patient, call -call 1-800-CALL-FBI. He said patient. Oh, person. (laughs) Sorry, I'm thinking of work. Um, And Bennett says to caution because this person is considered to be armed and dangerous. Which, I mean, yeah, he fucking killed his wife after they were just married. Imagine like going to, marrying her, and then that night you're celebrating with family and friends. And, and then on you the drive her. home, you fucking stab her 18 times. Oh, my God. 18? 18. 18 times. The f- and then left her in that little dress she was wearing um, in the bathtub bleeding out.
1: Oh, my God. I was curious about my girl. You know, one of her aliases is Dr. Ruha. Ruja? Encantova. In- what? That's an alias that she has. A doctor.
2: But she ain't no doctor, like weird.
0: Don't mm-hmm. go to that doctor.
2: Yeah. Don't do and this it. is a picture of her. She's super cute. Mm. I feel so bad.
1: They're offering. Are they offering a reward
2: for him too? A hundred thousand. Oh yeah, same thing. Hundred thousand. A hundred thousand, baby.
1: Damn. I'm pretty sure that has to go in effect too. It didn't say it in the. In some of my research that I found, but I'm pretty sure they have to kind of like not budget, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Because I was I was just kind of skimming through the list right now, and it looks like all of them are a hundred thousand dollar reward. Maybe that's their thing.
2: Oh, also his car, because it didn't say, but it says it right here on the on the actual FBI site. It's a four door 2006 Maserati. that he he allegedly dragged her body into the bathroom out of. So he was charged for first-degree murder by the Cricket Court. Is it Cricket? Oh, Circuit Court of Cook County. Damn, that's a lot of C's. (laughs) Circuit Court of Cook County, Illinois. (laughs) And the state warrant was issued for his arrest on May 15, 2012. So he's been on this list for a long time, 2012.
0: And we're in 2022. Yeah, damn, motherfucker, Shit.
2: bro. If you're listening to this, just turn yourself in, bro. We know you in Tamaulipas eating an elote <laughs> <laughs> on the street. Oh I'm gonna keep an God. eye out now because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in a couple weeks He's to fix my tooth. There,
1: like serving elotes
0: to everybody,
2: <gasps> big Probably now I have to stop at every elote stand. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out,
0: Amy. You're going to have like Are a you true, like, Stand
2: right there. Hold on. Déjame ver. Te llamas <laughs> <Arnoldo>? <laughs> Me just interviewing
0: people. <laughs> you look very suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay. So the person I'm going to talk about is Thomas James Holden. So going back to The Most Wanted List was founded in 1950, like you said, by J. Edgar Hoover, who was the then FBI director. And apparently the reason it came about was because the names were inspired by a reporter who was like, Asking the FBI for like an inquiry about like who are the most like toughest like guys that the government's like out to get. So that's kind of like how they started putting like together that list or I guess like J. Edgar Hoover did. So anyways, the very first name to ever appear on the most wanted list, which back then was called the 10 most wanted fugitives, was Thomas James Holden. So before he became like a nationwide fugitive, Holden was a crook who robbed trains alongside some of his friends. And he had like a criminal associate. So he was like a professional. So together, his associate was named Francis Keaton. Keating or Kiting something like that. And both of them were known as the Holden Keating gang. So the two terrorized the Midwest throughout the 1930s. They did a lot of like robberies. They even like murdered people that ultimately led to um, Holden's arrest. And he was actually put behind bars in 1947. So He was discharged after several heart complications that he had, which basically prompted the authorities to remove him. And he was actually sent to Alcatraz. Mm -hmm. So he, like, served his time there. However, it wasn't his first experience as an inmate when they caught him. So he was previously convicted when he was, like, robbing trains back in the 1920s. So this guy had, like, a history of, like, robberies. And, like, he would basically what he would do— Was, you know how, like, when you get on like, well, back then, like, on trains, they didn't really, like, check your ticket, Mm -hmm. you know, like, back then. So he would, like, him and his fugitive friend, they would get on the trains and, like, they would just go through and, like, steal people's stuff, like, from their, you know, yeah like, when they have, like, their luggage or, like, their bags or whatever, they would go and, like, kind of just, like, rob throughout, like, the train. And then so the reason he was put on this list was because when he was convicted there, he was actually sent to the Levin Leavenworth Federal Prison and he actually managed to escape from that prison so what he did was in 1928 when he was finally put there him and Keaton were sent to this this prison in in Evergreen Park Illinois is where it was at and they were sentenced to 25 years at this prison But after they only served two, two years, they managed to escape using counterfeited credentials and fled to Minnesota to start a new life of crime. So they got like a guards like key card or whatever it was that they used to like escape from this prison. And so when they were in Minnesota, what happened was they started to smuggle contraband, like bullets and firearms, guns, all that kind of stuff. And they were basically smuggling it into the Leavenworth prison that they were formerly at. So they escaped from this prison, moved to Minnesota, and then they started smuggling firearms and bullets into that prison that they were already at. The reason they did that was because they had a former prison mate that they became friends with in there, and they were trying to help that prison mate break free. So that's why they started to smuggle contraband into the into the prison. Okay, and so after all of that was happening, right? In 1947 in November is when he finally like got released from prison from Alcatraz like after he was captured from being on the most like wanted list. He was released from there and he was placed on parole so they returned him home to Chicago uh with his wife. So for 2 years he basically remained free of crime. He didn't do anything of that sort. But there was a period of time where he actually, like, after that killed somebody. So after after that, he went through, like, I guess, I don't know, like, oh, a, like a mental thing. Like, I'm, I'm not had sure. A mental
2: break. Maybe. I'm
0: yeah, I think so, because he started they they said that he started to act kind of like doing senseless acts, you know, like things that didn't make sense. And he started like reverting to like barbarianism and like cruelty and like being violent. So after that, so what he had actually done was he killed his wife and two brothers. So what had happened was in 1949, one of the neighbors had called the police because they heard, like, a lot of fighting going on and, like, there was, like, like commotion. So they called and so the cops went and they found the bodies of Lillian and her two brothers and they had all been shot to death with a 38 caliber pistol. The wife... And the two brothers had also been, one of the, no, no, no. One of the, the wife of one of the brothers. So Lily and her two brothers died. But one of the brothers had a wife, and that wife actually survived. And so she was able to tell, like, the cops, like, the entire story. Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, okay. thank you. Yeah, the si- <laughs> Lillian's sister-in-law. <Also>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sister-in-law was able to survive, and she got shot, like, in the cheek, but she she recovered. Oh, my God. So she says what had happened was they were out drinking throughout the night, and then when they decided to come home, you know, they were going to, like, chill there. And then apparently, like, an argument took place between Thomas and Lillian, and it started elevating to like a screaming match. So, of course, like the brothers are going to be like, yo, like, hey, like, that's my sister, like, blah, blah, blah. So they were trying to intervene and they were intervening because Thomas started beating on his wife. So at that point, that's when the brothers started to like intervene and they started to like try and get him away from him. Well, he got really like pissed off and he grabbed his gun and just shot all three of them there. So he shot all three of them, turned around and realized that the wife was still there, like watching everything. So he tried to kill her, too, but got her in the cheek because she started to run away. And then, like, he thought she was dead, but she survived. And then he, like, took off pretty much. So after that, they pretty much issued like a like total manhunt for him. And then he was on the run until 1950. So he was on the run for like a year and a half or almost two years until no two years 1951 is when he was actually like caught because a local resident in oregon recognized him because at in 1950 is when they actually put out the fugitive list so that he was the first one to be put on that list so that's when it all started like coming out so he was in oregon and someone noticed him from all the posters and everything like that so in oregon someone said like "Hey." You know, I know this person, this is where he works, and he worked at a bar. So the cops from Oregon went to his place of work and actually, like, arrested him. And he was under, like, an alias. His name was John Roger McCullough. And so he, at first, when they captured him, was, like, trying to play on his persona, was like, no, you got the wrong person. I'm not him, like, blah, blah, blah. But then eventually, like, they cracked down on him, and then he pretty much, like, admitted to the murders. And then they shipped him back to Illinois to await to Await trial, he eventually was sentenced to life, to like to a life sentence. But after serving two years, he finally was released because he died at the age of 57 of a heart condition. So, yeah, he only served two years in prison. And then,
1: isn't that kind of shitty though? Yeah, like you
0: want them to rot and then they freaking die, die. of like, yep health condition or whatever that mm-hmm. so technically in my mind like he might have been able to be on the run forever if the list hadn't come out because he did this before the list came out well
1: yeah because when when i was reading about like the how it became they didn't really get the general public's help because they were listing them like when they had conferences they would say Enemy number one, or yeah. they would use like the slogans that the newspapers gave them, like the Stone Creek Killer, you know what I mean? The Night Stalker, stuff like yeah. that. And then when the list came out, the public started pouring in, and I think that's what they're like, uh huh. They're like, this works. This works. Everybody likes true crime. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's how you get people. I also read a thing somewhere about somebody who spent the shortest time on the most wanted list. Uh, Like a day? Yeah, he only spent two hours. Billy Austin, he only spent two hours.
0: (laughs) Day. Billy Austin Bryant, in
1: 1969, he spent two hours on the most wanted list. He was arrested for killing two FBI agents. Oh, shit. And then James Earl Grey, he appeared twice. Once for killing Martin Luther King in 1968 and then again in 1977 after escaping from the Tennessee prison. <laughs> damn.
2: <laughs> Motherfuckers.
1: Oh, and also the U.S. Marshal Services, they have their own, they maintain their own list but they have 15 most wanted.
0: Yeah, They damn. maintain their own list. The Marshal's. That's crazy, right? I mean, like, I think, like, okay, like, if you're, like, a criminal and stuff, if you got, like, the local police, you know, like, here, like, SAPD, okay, you could, you you might get caught, maybe not. But if it starts going higher and higher, like, I think one time there was someone who, like, the Texas Rangers were, like, looking for him, and I was like, oh, you done. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. like, And then they just (laughs) kept going. They catch you, they're gonna shoot you. like, that's it. Have you
1: noticed that, like, a lot of, um, like, criminals that are on the run come to texas i mean i know i know part of it could be it because they went across the border right but texas is so big yeah like we're our own
2: country over here you see all these like my aunt my uncle i mean my godfather literally has an 18 acre ranch yeah yeah he could like he'd be hiding anywhere yes exactly you could be hiding anywhere when you're in new york every little bit and piece of Land is taken. You know what I mean. Yeah, just so so crazy. Even
1: like when you're road tripping,
2: it takes forever to get out of Texas. Oh my god, eight hours, dude. Eight hours to get out of Texas.
1: I really want to like know exactly what the process is when they put new faces on the most wanted list. Like, I read somewhere too that they like nominate them. I'm like, but how? Like I, wanna, like I want to, I want to see it in action. I want to be like a fly on the wall. And right. Just-
2: I want to get nominated.
1: <laughs> like, how do you nominate them? It's almost like a committee, right? Like when you think about it, I read that too. That it's like a committee that they're in and they're like presenting who should be on the like next on the list. I
2: would love that. I mean, the
1: list, if you think about it, goes on forever. Like there's so yeah. many people that are most wanted fugitives, but
0: to be in the top ten, that process like it's interesting. So I was, I was, let me see if I can find it. I was going back. There was, it said officials use two primary, it doesn't say how, but the they use two primary criteria for deciding which fugitives are put on the list. The first one is the threat that they pose to society at large. Hmm. And then the second one is what is the likelihood that publicizing their crimes through the list will help catch them? So it's like, okay, well, are they like a huge threat? If they are, okay, that they fit one. And then two, it's like, well, if we put them on here, are we going to catch them? Like if they're on here or are we not? Like Mm -hmm. what is the likelihood? But it doesn't say like all the other criteria that they have to meet or like how they like. I think it said last the last one to fill. It took like three months for them to fill that opening Mm -hmm. on there. But that's about it.
1: Yeah, and like you won't make the list unless you have. They have identification of you and a photograph.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Uh, well, yeah. No.
1: Don't tell anybody your identity and don't give photographs. Stop mm-hmm. posting on Instagram <laughs> right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna take pictures of everybody. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just interesting.
2: Very interesting.
1: So right now, technically. If you look at only have
2: nine people on
1: the
0: list. Nine?
1: Because one of them was captured.
0: Hmm. I went, does it also say like how long they stay on the list? Like they stay until they're captured Mm -hmm. or?
1: They stay until they're captured.
0: Damn. So, like, what if they're on the list for like five years and then they finally catch them? Then Then they're on the list for five years?
1: Yeah, then they're on the list for five years.
0: I wonder if there's a time Yeah, because
1: how long was your guy on the list? Since,
0: since 2012. Yeah. And he's still on there.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine's been on there since mm-hmm. 20. So since 2019. So I'm More wondering. Recent. That's why she's showing as number one. So whoever's last has been on there the longest, uh, right? Maybe. That's what it looks. Makes like. Makes
2: sense. Makes sensey. Interesting. Interesting.
1: I would be on there. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> shut I up. I would be on there. i am to shut up.
1: <laughs> I don't know, guys. So if y'all see any of these people, well, your guys already been arrested. Yeah, he. he my was, guy. Like, the first one. My girls at large. Your guys at large. What was the number again? He's probably in Mexico.
2: One eight hundred. Call FBI. <laughs> Not one eight <laughs> hundred. Mm hmm. One eight hundred. Call FBI. Yes. F-B- and B- call them motherfuckers. I mean, FB <laughs> Call the FBI, FBI, por favor <laughs> And if you're in Mexico si estás en Mexico call the USA Embassy Oh yeah
0: mm-hmm. That's right
2: Embassy Alright guys if y'all have any uh
1: true crime stories you want us to cover on any new episodes Make sure you email us at scarynantscarypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Visit our website, scarynightscarypodcast.com mm-hmm. Shop our merch, scarynantscarypodcast.shop. And make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, all the major platforms. Follow us on all of our social medias at scarynantscarypodcast. Make sure you follow our Patreon. And also make sure you buy your tickets to the Paranormal Fest. Actually, Yay. I think we were already there
0: when this episode comes out oh yeah (laughs) never mind jk it was fun if you weren't there (laughs)
1: you were squared out (laughs) so you won't know how it went until the next episode and it's your fault (laughs) excuse me forget what i said (laughs) and then we'll be probably be in like october almost right
2: yeah <gasps> spooky season! Oh, it's We're already been. It's already spooky spooky season. season Eve.
0: I'm a spooky hoe I bought a dead body at Walmart. If you
2: want to see me strip another one? with a pumpkin. Yeah, you have Wait, two dead
0: now? No, the other one popped. <laughs> <laughs> it popped. I don't know. You can make your it's own. The moon.
1: <laughs> like I'm,
0: a trash bag. N- Nick wanted it. He came up. He's like, "Can I buy this?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." sure we're gonna put it in the front yard
1: (laughs) anyways guys uh, if you weren't there at the paranormal fest that's your fault Um, but until next time (laughs) remember to always stay